This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Bonus time, boys and girls. Hello, friends. Welcome to this tradition unlike any other. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. So what's the problem? I don't know. The Senseless Listeners, this is the Bold Nonsense Podcast, and we have a bonus episode for you. The red light was on when we recorded this with our PGA Insider. And it's still on, so you better be ready. It's Sunday, it's Masters Sunday, get fucking ready, get fucking rowdy. What do you like to say? Grip it, rip it, and sip it! That's right. Are you fucking pumped? Of course. Always. Let's go to our PGA Insider. Here is our interview with our PGA Insider. Choo-choo. Welcome, one, welcome all. This is the interview you have all been waiting for. Walsh, who do we have with us? Dude, we have our PGA Insider. You know it's Masters Weekend, so so we got to bring you some golf golf love, right, Bales? Oh, yes. We have Dustin Hagee, uh, former All-American, is that correct? Uh, no. Former player of the year in the Northwest Conference. Yeah, fuck yeah, you That's are. That's what's up. Former player in the Northwest Conference from Pacific Lutheran University in and Parkland, Washington. All-American in our hearts. All-American in our hearts. All-Americans just for, like, the goody-goodies, man. Yeah, it's all political bullshit. That's for the... That's player for the, of the year speaks for your, for your talent. Yeah, it's for the Gucci's for the, of the world. For, for the record to our Bold Nonsense uh, listeners, I never played a qualifier sober. yes we 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 were drinking uh either at 414 or wherever else to the wee hours of the night before every qualifier so shout out to coach swanson i apologize (laughs) dude that's senseless that's uh, perfect (laughs) can can you tell us a little bit about 414 for uh the non-loot listeners out there oh my god it's the uh well for everyone who doesn't know most people do have to know. We were only live and direct for like probably two weeks before yeah. we got shut down. We were, we were on the police radars for a good two weeks. <laughs> yeah, especially our friend Dustin Green. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We, we were the house to be at. What was that, junior year? Yeah. And I know our boy Walsh Disney and young St. Bales had a chance to experience it all. But we, we gave it a good run for about two weeks until we had the cops at our front door. And got ourselves in a heap of trouble, honestly. <laughs> it was a place to be for a while. Kick off the school year, and we're already talking to the dean and everything like that, being split up, interrogated. Yeah. What happened? This? What happened? That? Your boy had to leave convocation because he almost threw up. Tell, <laughs> hey, tell tell us this is about convocation. The you story. I believe uh, Mr. Corsi was there. I believe Lilstrom was there. Yeah, we so. At the beloved Pacific Lutheran University, we all of our athletes had to welcome our freshman athletes at convocation. And, of course, the night before, we had probably two kegs, I think, with the kegerator from McLeod. And there's a lot of those fucking octobongs or whatever those were. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of beer bongs. <laughs> had to be up bright and early in that next morning and... I made it through, like, the national anthem, and then I had to run down to the bathroom to vomit because I was just extremely demoralized. It was, like, a nice nice welcome junior year. My coach was very pleased with that. I think Lodestrom didn't even make it to the national 
there and then left immediately. So shout out to Alex. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure someone has a picture of either you or Corsi posted up, or it was a Perry posted up on the fence, hand against oh, the fence, bracing himself. That was your boy. I still got that. I'll send that to you for the, the senseless uh, Instagram post. Um, after freshman year, I was, like, humoring the idea of, like, I don't know if I'm trying to be here anymore. Um, our golf team was subpar. Um, and then we started landing some hot recruits, and things got a lot better sophomore year. Um, and obviously, met a lot of cool people like my boy Zach, um, and then you two fellas that came and crashed, and I, I believe... St. Bill's vomited a Fort Loco down the wall. That was good. No, yeah, that, 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 that was actually no, that at was Walsh Bales. Disney. That <laughs> was at Walsh Disney from the top bunk on Perry's bed. And and I'm no, I'm not getting thrown under the bus for this. I had the pink panty droppers, and that's when I went lights out night two uh, of the first weekend I ever was introduced to Pacific Lutheran. So so I'm just clarifying that. In the Ladanian Tomlinson jersey too. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, the the oh. Michael James Oregon Duck T-shirt. Oh, not Ladanian Thompson. Sorry, wrong. Uh, you're a you're a Chargers guy, right? Yes, it was Michael James. Big Bolts guy. Yes, but yes. Michael Bales. Michael Bales. Michael Bales. That's right. We so yeah, then post you know sophomore year turned it up a notch, and then we all decided to move out junior year, and that was just the start of it all. Um, and then golf wise, things just got better and better. We, you know, we. I think when we when I started, we were just we were not very good. Um, I don't want to name drop um, anyone there. I don't want to name drop any of the tournaments that we just got destroyed in. Um, we'll we'll save that for another time. <laughs> um, that'll be that'll be episode two. Yeah, um, the revisit. And yeah, and then from junior year, we were close to going to the Natty, and then senior year, we really turned it up. Had some good young dudes, obviously some experience under our belt and made it to where did we play Grandover Resort for another nationals um in North Carolina that's where we were some good barbecue yes ooh I bet yeah there's some sick women for sure (laughs) I heard Um, did I hear sick or thick thick with a TH oh capital TH yeah maybe as well. No, yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, but yeah, dude, golf was fun. Never, uh, yeah, never did I ever play a qualifier sober after freshman year. We were pretty much getting after it every weekend. I, lo- I love so it. That was, that was a good time. That's I an- remember many endless car rides to golf <laughs> tournaments on the Friday before the tournament that were miserable as fuck. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that it's good to hear that you had fun with it. And for for everyone you know that doesn't know Heggy, great guy. He's very modest. Um, really, the school the school loved PLU loved him. Uh, he was a standout athlete, even better guy. Um, I just want to. I think I think it would be cool if you could share with us kind of how you got started with golf. You know, at a young age, did your did your folks play? Um, kind of who did, did you did you model your game after anybody did you admire like a certain golfer um, kind of who who was young Heggy and how did he grow up and how did he fall in love with the golf yeah man we uh, at a young age Papa Heggs had a golf club in my hands probably at the age of three just swinging the stick around in the Indeed. backyard and then wow. um, obviously played 
other sports as kids do. I wasn't bred for just golf. I played soccer and basketball and baseball. And then once we got into high school, that was when things started to turn up a bit. Um, we, I kind of put baseball on the back burner because those two swings don't mesh, as most golfers know, or baseball players. Um, and then I think the big calling, like freshman year, I got pretty serious about it. And then I believe sophomore year of high school, I played in some Washington junior golf and never really played competitive, like super competitive junior golf, like most kids do that play like probably your Jordan Speeds or Justin Thomases of the world who played all over when they were younger. Uh, but I went to this Washington junior tournament down in Olympia and it was like a 36 hole, um, a shitload of people from Washington playing and I had no idea what it meant regardless of what I was doing. I was just going to play in the tournament. Ended up taking second, which got me to Junior World. So I went down to uh, Torrey Pines in San Diego, which is where Tiger won that U.S. Open with, like, a torn ACL. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so we got to play Torrey when I was, like, 15, and I was Damn. nowhere near the golfer. Had no, like, really course management or course knowledge skills at all. It was just kind of all, let's just go out here with what I have and, the Taps Island golf game, no driving range, no warm up or anything like that. <laughs> like, let's see what happens. And obviously, got my shit rocked. But, <laughs> like, uh, uh, like, like Walsh likes to say, grip it and rip it. Grip it and rip it, baby. Yeah, you know, swing really fucking hard and look up. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was quite an experience. It was really fun. I played with this dude from Brazil one of the days. This is like my vivid memories. And then another dude from Guam. Um, mm. And they were fucking cool. Um, the dude from Brazil, I think his name was Luigi, which was tight. <laughs> and he would get really pissed and like curse in Portuguese, and yeah, I could never know what the fuck he's saying, but you could tell he's mad. Um, and I think a lot of those folks, if I go back and look, I'm trying to remember what year it was. I'm sure a lot of those folks now are notable names that play in that Junior World Tournament um, at our age. So there's a lot of college coaches. Um, actually, Oregon State was following me for quite a while. Um, when I was when I was down there, so I was like, "Hey, maybe go beefs?" Um, <laughs> Question mark? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. But yeah, no, nothing came to fruition. So then that was kind of what got me into it. And I was like, "I need to play this sport in college." And then obviously my boy Scoot. Um, for those who don't know Scooter, we went to high school together and stuff. He played at PLU, and I was like, "Yo, you should meet our coach." And that was Coach Swanson. Shout out to Swanson. Um, and he's the one who brought me over there. Um, had a good meeting with him and the. A beloved Pacific Lutheran Olsen back room, which isn't much to say at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, first off, uh, the Masters. Um, huge, mm-hmm. huge weekend. Um, do you have any traditions yourself that you do uh, over these, uh, you know, over the last two days? But for these following two days, do you got anything big plan that you're going to do? Well, I'm going to get real horizontal these next <laughs> couple days. And we're going to walk. We're going to watch the Masters. Um, But, yeah, no real tradition. It's been hard these last few years, just like growing up, as you guys know, doing the whole uh, let's work a job thing. (laughs) But, you know, I have it in the background and in my ears all day when I'm not in meetings, just listening to what's going on. I missed a lot of it today. Today was a rather busy Friday for your boy. Um, But I see my guy P. Reed up there at the top. That's Um, your guy, really? He says you did. He had, he had a day. I actually, he wasn't my guy for a while. He was, he, he played in the USM um, at Chambers Day and was just kind of seemed like a fucking dick. 
Um, <laughs> watched him play, and he just kind of seemed like an asshole, which he still kind of is. But then I think when the Ryder Cup rolled around and him and Spieth are playing together and you can get kind of fired up to beat up on the Europeans, um, <laughs> that's, that's what kind of turned me on to him. And I was like, this guy's a fucking hoss. And he doesn't give a shit about his body, so you know he's just pounding light beers <laughs> in the off season. Diesel only. <laughs> um, yeah, no, for real. He's that guy. I don't know. Do you guys have any official sponsors of this pod yet? Uh, I know you haven't had any yet. Are we going no sponsors? Uh, no, we, we have an unofficial sponsor. It's actually the bar that's uh, probably four minutes away from this house. Uh, it, it's the bar that uh, I'm frequent at, Walsh is frequent at. Kramer's, Kramer's been going there a lot. Kramer's been coming home and telling me, you know, he's been there sometimes. He's been going two days sometimes. Hit, hit um, it for lunch a little bit, hit some golden tea, come back, play some golden tea after work. Yeah, yeah. Um, the golden tea. Love it. I'm a huge golden tea guy. Are you? Uh, I I will play it when I can find my local dive bar that supplies it. Okay. Well, you might have to drive your ass down here and come play with us sometime. I'm thinking if all of our friends would stop getting married and all that, I would have a weekend that's devoted <laughs> to <laughs> hanging out. Hey, guys, put, hey, put your life up. on hold. Yeah, for some golden yeah. tea. Yeah. You know, have a long engagement so that I can have a summer, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Do it for the greater good. I'll, I'll work on getting you guys a Leafly sponsor or something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I like Dude, that. Love, so fucking lootly. I like that. We love that idea. And, Heggy, tell us, what's Tiger meant to you in, like, in your golf life? Yeah, dude. Obviously, he's the fucking goat. Um, he, I still have a poster. I was on my dad's house this last weekend. I still have a Tiger poster in my room hanging on the wall. But I, if you just look up the fucking dude's stats and everything that he's done, like, touching the Masters for the first time and bringing home the chip. Um, he, like, at, when he was at his peak, there was no one that was beating him, and he was putting. He would make everything. Like, you would just expect him to make it regardless. Um, it's fascinating to see him back, which is exciting. I think he's going to make the cut. Um, I think he finished at three over today, and the cut's hovering around four, um, four or five. So it'll be good to see him on the weekend. Um obviously means a lot for everyone he changed the sport for sure like there was i mean he basically built nike shout out to kramer one time but he uh he he was the first big nike guy i think that put him like big time on the map wasn't he built the brand yeah 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 so that's that's huge and i obviously they've stuck with him through everything that he's done you know the hookers the taking the Walmart special, pills, the pills, pills yep. and driving, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, he's he's a stud. He's definitely an inspiration. It's fun to see him play well again. Um, when he was at his best, it was the most fun to watch. But also, I've got I've got a few books on him and everything. It's interesting to see where he's come from. Like his caddy Hank Haney wrote that book about him. That was very interesting to see. Like he, if he would have just stuck with one swing over the entire golf career he wouldn't have had to like he was winning non-stop and was like i think i'm getting bored and i'm just going to change my swing more i don't really get it but yeah um it's it's interesting um but yeah he's definitely played a big part in most i think everyone like even the guys on tour now the young guys like the speech and the justin thomas and the ricky fowler and all those guys they're like oh yeah i was tiger who decided for ricky like 
I could have went I could have went pro in uh, motocross, but I decided to play golf, <laughs> which that guy's that guy's a step. I, yeah. I what I think is kind of cool. I mean, just to bring it along regarding Tiger, um, kind of cool with you know comparing him to the other quote unquote goats, right? Like Jordan or. Or if we want to put uh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady in there, it's just his his right. amount of discipline, you know, that it takes to to compete at that level. You know, you have you're you need to be at one level, you know, to c- compete a uh, week in and week out with these guys, professional level. Yet not alone the the masters, but you know, to be this relevant for so long, you're you basically you kind of have to give up your life. Golf is your life, you know, and I I just respect that so much that a person like that can have that sort of dedication. Yeah. His work ethic's crazy, and like the hours that he put in, I don't like. You watch footage of him on the range, and it's like dialed down to like the second of how long he spends on each club, on each whether it's practice screen or driving range or bunker shots or everything. It's just, um, it's pretty fascinating. It's a science for sure. Yeah, and obviously his dad, his dad played a pretty big role in that. Um, growing up, I saw like a. Yeah, yeah, he was he was like playing, you know, regular eighteen hole courses, hitting par, like it was just insane. Um, Fucking monster. Yeah, beast. Uh, talk talk of speaking about beasts. Uh, were you able to catch uh, uh, t- Tony Finau? What happened to Finau on the uh, par three challenge? Oh my god, bro! <laughs> Fucking gross. That was next level. Unreal. <laughs> Respect. That was like a hockey guy move. How he just popped it back in and walked away. Complete yeah. savage. <laughs> so funny. He, yeah, I, I didn't see it till later, and I I didn't know. I saw a bunch of like I think it was all on Instagram, just like put it of it. And I was like, is this real? Did this really happen? And then you know I had to check Twitter and keep the moments, and it was like Tony Finau trending, and I was like, what the fuck? And then I watched the video a bunch of times and showed it to everybody, and I was like, you guys all see this? He just like ripped his ankle in half, and then popped it back in, and then he's he was leading after day one, I think, wasn't he? He was up there. Yeah, uh, that's a monster. Um, I think he was like two or three, right? Yeah. No, he yeah he. It just, it's just like he was unfazed, and like I what I have to think is like how much of that is adrenaline, and like how much of that is like. I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Haggy, because I obviously don't play golf. Um, but, uh, I mean, you always hear that the sprains are way worse than breaks. And I don't know if it was a clean dislocation, so he was able to play on it. But if he, like, actually sprained his ankle, I be- there's no way he could have played on that. There's absolutely no way. Yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly. Another fascinating thing about that dude is he was on the big break, I think, um, which was, like, that golf skill challenge show that was on the Golf Channel where they, like, you know, you have to hit balls through broken glass and shit. And that was kind of his, like, come up, I think. Really? Wow. Did not know that. nowhere. I think he won that show. And then you get, like, a free year of, like, tour exemption or something on, like, mini tours. And then he kind of, like, worked his way up from there. So shout out to that guy. What a beast. What, uh, yeah, hustler, that's hustler of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know, he saw his opportunity and he took it. <laughs> Well, we uh, we here at the Bold Nonsense Podcast, we like to mix sports and party. And party yeah. and uh, golf at the Phoenix Open is pretty much a regular thing. What Didn't you, you go? Didn't you go to the Phoenix Open, man? I went to the Phoenix Open three times now. <laughs> Dude, okay. Yes. Dude, party credentials. Yes. We got to hear. what. <laughs> give us a great Phoenix Open story. 
So first off, that place is just amazing. You guys should go. Plan on um, I went down there, I think, actually, Alex and I were down there for that golf economics class for J-Turn. Um, <laughs> my senior year. Love it. Um, and we ended up there, and then obviously my boy Andy went to ASU, and he just stuck around down there. And so we made a trip out of it. And then our boy Cal Duncan, he lives he lives down there and grew up down there. So it was, I think I went with him my first year. Um, so that's Saturday is kind of the day to go. Uh, they break records. I think they had over 150,000 people on Saturday. Jesus, my God. Um, which is just nuts. And if you put it into perspective, like the Players' Championship doesn't even get 150,000 people, I don't think, in over the course of the entire weekend, which is basically like the fifth major. So it's just crazy. But um, okay, what's a good story from that place? There's so many of them. Or I just don't remember a lot of them. Um, we, I think it was, well, this last year was kind of shitty. <laughs> I was taking a piss in one of the, the urinals or, uh, porta potties and they're just, it's just a disgusting place, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most fucked up people, like everyone's drunk as shit, thrown up. Um, they're sleeping in the dirt. And I, I opened up the door to take a piss and a beer can like fell off the back the back ledge and this fucking can falls down and just spills chew spit all over me it was not oh no, no. so all over my shoe my foot and leg I was like this is the worst so that sucked but first year um this is a pretty good one uh our friend our friend Cal Duncan we we trekked along in the party bus with him and his crew from down the Phoenix area um, shout out to Duncan Family Farms, and they, uh, <laughs> one of his gals was in there just fucking shit-faced in the, uh, in the party bus on the way there, like, mind you, it's 11 a.m., um, yeah. and she's just so shit-faced on this bus that she just starts grabbing red cups and just, like, throwing up in cups in the, oh in the bus on the way there. Um, not classy. That just gives you, that, no, not classy at all, um, she's a, I don't remember who her, what her name is or whatever, but God bless you. She actually trooped it out and made it through the whole tournament. So good for her. Wow. Um, but yeah, that that place is just madness. Um, sadly, this year I missed the dude that was running around naked in the practice round taking practice. <laughs> good good for him. Damn. Kept the socks on though. That was an odd did, choice. Did keep the socks on? Was- yeah, kind of like yeah. I don't, I don't really understand that, but good. I mean. He's a registered sex offender for the rest of his life. And <laughs> worth it. Yeah. yeah. Go out like, like a legend, I guess. Yeah. He was Instagram famous Poor for kid. about a week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Barstool picked him up. All the fucking ridiculous um, places picked him up. So good for them. That should have been a, that should have been a bold nonsense pickup. Uh, Oh yeah! Oh, we should have gotten the he, guy. We we yeah. need a we need a you know what we need to do? We need to find the guy. He should be our intern. That's the yeah. bull nonsense intern right there. There he, that's, a, that's the type of guy we're looking for. Search party. If anybody <laughs> knows where he's at, send us contact information. We will hire this guy. Yeah, put his face on a fucking milk carton or something. Have you seen this man? Yeah. Whose man's this? What you guys do need is a full-time community manager. Um, just manage that whole community and shit talk everyone so that you guys can take care of the real business in terms of uh, just delivering on the pod. 
I like I like I like the ideas, man. I like the ideas. Go George Fox, go Browns. Go Browns. That's where Walt Disney went. Oh yeah. Are you a George Fox guy? Uh, I guess. He's a George Fox graduate. Yeah. So not even. Yep. How many Bible studies did you go to (laughs) Walt? All of them? Yeah. I am zero. Uh, (laughs) Two two a week? Uh, Those Bibles were I, burning in his hand. I wish it were just. Up. Wish it were just two. Yeah, sorry to call you out. <laughs> I'll be okay. Uh, but I, re- don't worry. I drank it all the way. <laughs> Real quick, Heggy. Oh, what are the top three courses that you want to golf at that are on your bucket list? You gotta play Augusta. You gotta play St Andrews. Um, I need to make it over to. Uh, to go play some more Lynx golf somewhere in Europe. St. Andrews is one of those on the list. Is that Scotland? Where is yeah. that? Scotland. Scotland. Um, and then, God, what's my third? You can throw some honorable okay. mentions in there. Honorable mentions. Um, I got to play Sawgrass down in Florida, which is where the players is held every year. Dude, I, I saw, I was, at, I was at TPC Sawgrass, and that was beautiful, dude. Was it? That was gorgeous, yeah. I didn't play, but I was in there, and there were, like, Lambos in the parking lot. I'm, like, I'm thinking to myself, how are these people, like, bringing their clubs in and out, you know? <laughs> you know? Crazy. It, it's, yeah, it's, I'd say those are probably top three in terms of, like, notable courses. Like, those those three are played, um, or at least the Masters and the players are played there every year, and then St. Andrews is just kind of the staple um, of Lynx golf, and... So those those are my top three. There's there's plenty there's plenty others I could name, but I think those are those are the top three at this point. If you could play, I'm just like sitting here watching Masters highlights on mute. Like <laughs> so are talk. we. <laughs> so are we. Same with us. <laughs> uh, looking at just looking at this place, it's gorgeous. Yeah. So speaking of teaching how to play golf, you still got my driver, boy. Dude, still lap that thing. Very flat, doesn't <laughs> go very far, but I'm gonna handle it someday. Dude, we got a bunch of stuff that that we got going on. You want to play? Uh, you want to play? Build a player with us. Build a player. Yeah, we're gonna build a golf player. You okay. probably you probably seen it on like like uh, Instagram or something where you get an ad. Like you'll see it in football where it's like the best quarterback's arm, the best quarterback's like decision making, and they add all of that to make one player. We're gonna do that with golf. I'm into it. You want to you want to get in on it? I'm into it. Okay. Let's do it then. Are we, are we all doing it? Yeah, we're all gonna do it. So yeah, each each making our own player. Yeah, I'm gonna do based it. I'm gonna do it based off golf attire. You uh, start. You don't need really any skills. Yeah, basically you need to hit the long bomb like Happy Gilmore. <laughs> That's the only thing. But you gotta rock uh, some shorts, some Sperry's, um, a golf course, I a like ball it. cap, uh, backwards or forwards. Don't 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 fucking matter. Some sunglasses, uh, a cigar in the ear, and the way I like to go is a tank top, uh, especially with the cheap ass courses. Uh, uh, the only ones we're allowed on. Yeah, the only yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that's basically fucking it. The cash uh, only courses. Yeah. yeah. Clarney shout out under ten dollars. Clarney West, right? Yep. Clarney West only cash only. You know they're no taxes. Tax evasion. Yep. 
Fuck them. <laughs> the good places. Um, but yeah, that's that's my build a player, real quick. So wait, one question on that: How do you fit a fucking cigar in your ear, Bill? Uh, a black, black and mild. Got some big ass ears. Oh, they're thin. thinner. Oh. They're thinner, bro. Okay, I was thinking like a big stogie. Oh like, no, no, you no! Got, you got big ears, son. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> sunned. <laughs> You've been sunned. What, uh, I, I'm going to take a stab at this next. Um, I like, I'm going to start with the, uh, the, the attire. I like the all black look. I like the black uh, glove. That, I love the black glove. Um, I'm going to go Nike attire, Nike boys. Um, I, like, I like the Tommy Fleetwood hair. I like the Tommy Fleetwood beard. How do, how do you feel about that, Heggy? I like I like the Fleetwood hair. He's kind of like lioness. Yeah, it just it bangs harder than it's like yeah. it's like uh, hockey hair. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Exactly. Um, and kind of kind of going back to our kind of going back to our uh, conversation earlier. I like the the Patrick Reed gut. I like yeah. that. Okay. Um, and I like the uh, I'm gonna give my player uh, the Dustin Johnson drive. And, and like and sexual prowess of, <laughs> of Dustin Johnson just fucking yeah. <laughs> just Jesus. hammering <laughs> everybody that moves. Yeah. That, the, uh, yeah. Okay. Piggybacking <laughs> off that DJ thing, you need whatever he's packing in his pants because he's dating the hottest chick on the tour. Yeah. Or married to the hottest chick on the tour. Yeah. Shout out to Wayne Gretzky for putting together a phenomenal looking daughter. Yeah. yeah. They have a kid, right? I think they have two. Maybe oh, shit. One. Maybe two's on the way. I think it's, I don't know. It's DJ doesn't know. They put down, they put down the booger. <laughs> yeah, he's too, <laughs> way too high. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Uh, uh, you want to go next, Heggy? you, Walsh? I'll, I'll polish it off. Okay, you'll uh, polish it off. Then I, Yeah, I, I got some for you. Uh, I like... I like the way Rory attacks the ball, so I'm going to drive that. Nice. Uh, my, the Iron Game, pro, I don't know, probably Tiger. Tiger Iron Tiger, Game. Yeah, awesome. Tiger Iron Game. Um, so I don't even care about the putting enough to, to put somebody <laughs> on there. A tire, oh man, I like that Fleetwood one. Maybe I don't want to just take Tiger because that's too obvious. Maybe I'll go Patrick Reed with the like knockoff tiger. Yeah, and like then sloppy uh, tiger look. Yeah, then caddy game like what was it? Two thousand nine, Ricky Fowler with his girlfriend. He had her <laughs> caddy. She's fine. I dude. didn't know she about this. Fine, she's a model. So I'm gonna go go uh, female game Ricky Fowler. Ended on that. Fact check. Yeah, he does. Well, his fucking lady, what is that her name? Like Allison Stoke or something? Yeah, dude, uh, nailed it. That's it. So this is a, a a funny thing I'm gonna bring up. I was just a little fact checking out know, Ricky Fowler uh, girlfriend. Ding. I type into uh, Google Ricky Fowler girlfriend and it says Ricky Gal uh, Ricky Fowler girlfriend 2015, 2017, 2018. Damn. So this, this guy's just like pulling like notable girls like different years. Ooh. That's awesome. Yeah, he's got it all figured out. And he's, all, he's dating all those fucking, like, he's got the motocross chicks hanging around, I feel like. That's what they all are. I like Damn. it. The rock star chicks. He Drink, knows drinking monster and shit. <laughs> yeah. Drinking monster. He knows where to find Talking, them. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, man. Uh, Heggy, let us know. So, here we go, baby. I'm going to start with just the golf swing and just play, and then I'll get into the lifestyle attitude. Here. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, I've got... I've got Dustin Johnson behind 
the driver. And then I've got our boy Henrik Stenson out of Sweden with the Iron Gang. Nice. He's at the top of the leaderboard somewhere. And then we've got Phil around the greens with that goofy thumbs up that he always gives. <laughs> um, and then we've got Jordan Spieth with the putter. Mm. Yeah, and then, that's nice. So as we dive into the lifestyle, you know, the, the look and feel, I like John Daly with the bullet in the head. Oh, oh yes. yes. He's got a Greg Norman hat, um, so the bucket hat. <laughs> the clothing, I'm going to say Billy Horschel because he's a polo guy and he rocks some crazy pants and shit. You guys can look that up if you don't know. Um, I'm going to say the shoe game. Is gonna be Keegan Bradley with the Jordans. Um, I, ooh. So they're pretty clean. So fresh and so clean, clean. Do you know how and he became then, a Jordan athlete? I honestly think he just had those fuckers customized, and then people started to pick up on them, and now I see those Jordan shoes everywhere. So a like, pair all over my Instagram. From what I from what I've heard is he like he lives on the same golf course as one of Jordan's houses, and like they used to run into him all the time. He's like, hey man, like. When's, when are you going to come out with some golf shoes? And, like, Jordan just, like, hooked him up with his own, like, golf. Like, he's part of, like, Team Jordan now. Just from, like, being neighbors with Jordan. Hmm. That is legit. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm going to say just overall lifestyle, I'm going to say Smiley Kaufman because he gets to kick it with, like, Speed and Justin Thomas, and they just go on those spring break vacations. If you guys don't follow Smiley, he's the golfer that's sponsored by Natural Light. Oh, no shit. Way. Yes. That's a lifestyle, <laughs> man. Just just look him up, dude. He's, he's the best. Um, that guy is funny as shit. Good what, Instagram follow. So, What's his handle? <clears throat> it's Smiley, but Smiley spelled with a Y. S-M-Y-L-I-E. Um, and then Coffin with a K-A-U. I, uh, um, he is he's a classic. He is a classic. I was, uh, I was rolling through Instagram last night when I was in bed, and I saw this post... And it was like when Smiley Kaufman signs your uh, your chew can, and it was uh, Smiley had signed this guy's uh, can of Cope Cope Straight. Uh, his signature was just an S, a K, and a smiley face. <laughs> He's such a beast, dude. He, I don't know. I don't even remember where he went to college, but he, for whatever reason, got connected with Steve and Justin Thomas and Ricky and all those guys, and they're just boys, and they just fuck around like any of us would on a golf course, which is super cool. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. That sounds like a great player, though. Real quick, Heggy, uh, one more thing about Instagram and golf. What are your thoughts on Paige Sporanic? Uh, yeah, I, I was early, Paige. I remember uh, her, I think she went to San Diego State. Mm. Um, and, and they made some, some crazy Instagram trick shot thing. Um, and it kind of like went somewhat viral. And then all of a sudden, she just blew up. And yeah, she's well put together. God gifted her with some great things. <laughs> yeah, uh, she, God sure did gift her. Absolutely. That is. But however, I must say that if you will never find me interested in anything serious with a girl that's good at golf, because if I can't play golf with my homeboys or by myself, then that is not a good fit for me. Hey, you have morals. Stand strong, baby. God I like damn, that. I love it. I like that. God standards damn. Are standards. You got to believe in something. Yes. Because <laughs> if I can't go to Portland and play golf with my homeboys at the local shitty municipal golf course that you guys play at, then shout I'm out. in trouble. Hey, yeah, shout out Clarny exactly. West. Shout out. No ads. <laughs> no ads. <laughs> no ads. <laughs> 
fuck. I've been calling out way too much lately. No <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, uh, dude, I I think that's all we really had for you, Heggy. Um, I I appreciate uh, every the time you gave us uh, out of your Friday. Um, I'm always uh, spreading good uh, the good word about my boy Heggy down here. We miss you, bud. Um, real quick, before we let you go, uh, I'd like to just get your uh, Masters winner prediction. Just off, just gut feeling. Who's uh, gonna take it home? I really like my boy Henrik Stenson. I was talking about this the other day, and I was like, you need a good, you need a good ball striking. Um, you know, from from the fairway to the green. Um, if he can putt well and roll the pill, I think he's got the ball striking down. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one, fellas, in the next couple of days. There's a stacked leaderboard. There's some solid players up here. There, there sure is. Scrolling through right now, so there sure is. Um, um, but I'm, I'm pulling for Fee now after he fucking busted his ankle. If he can win, that'd be tight. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. Um, well, hey man. Uh, we'll we'll let you get back to your fr- uh, your Friday. Uh, just want to say appreciate it, much love. We'll, we will definitely have you on for another segment. So this will not be goodbye. Uh, you will be a frequent visitor on the Bold Nonsense podcast. Keep listening. Uh, I just want to say much love. Keep us making a, um, keep making us proud up there. And hopefully uh, that next time you are on the show, uh, we can do it live. For uh-huh. real. For yeah, real. I would like to make it down. Um very soon maybe we do I think fuck when is the US Open is that Father's Day typically that might be a little too early maybe 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 I come down for a British Open or something where we have to watch live coverage and record at like 4 in the morning because it's somewhere in Europe mm. hey hey oh, yeah. watch it uh, that's uh, that's robe life right there Straight, get up get up put the robes on and start wa- uh, start watching that, the golf that's Bloody Mary life too I'll bring, you know, I'll bring that polo robe down for you we <laughs> yes. can all get we could all get real, uh, real ridiculous and uh, senseless. Love that's it. perfect. <laughs> I love it. Ah, yes, perfect. plugging the sense. I love it. Yeah, the, he the is. true senseless member. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks for okay. the time and the laughs, Heggs. Yeah, fellas. Thanks for having me, and I'll uh, chat with you boys very soon. Keep it up. I'm enjoying the pod, so you guys are doing a good job. Appreciate it, yeah, man. Appreciate Thank it. you so much. Cheers, fellas. Hey, cheers to you. All right. What a fucking animal. That was our boy, Dustin Heggie, all the way from Seattle, Washington. PGA Insider, Dustin Heggie. Yeah. Come on. He has a title. He has credentials. He doesn't fucking care that we're dropping his name either. No, that guy, that guy doesn't care about anything except being horizontal and watching the Masters. That, that's the biggest worry he has right now is how soon can I get on the couch and watch some PGA Tour. I if, love it. If Stenson does win it, oh, I'm going to absolutely go ballistic. I... <laughs> I he definitely put, showed us how little we know about golf. Oh, no yes. shit. That's no for damn shit. sure. I hope you all enjoyed that groundbreaking interview. I know I learned something from it. I had a good time. How about you guys, Bales, Walsh? Uh, Best well, time. I'll tell you this. Last weekend, if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, I thought the Masters was last weekend. I noticed that. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> Genius move from Bales. <laughs> Genius move. Well, it's a good thing that we gave you a bonus episode with Heggy then because <laughs> Bales has no idea what's going on. But I'm betting on it this weekend, attention. so no big deal. I got it. Okay, who do you have going? You have Stenson, right? Uh, I do have Stenson. I have uh, uh, I got Fleetwood. 
Uh, I got Rory McIlroy, and I also have Justin Rose. All right. Sergio got cut, and Michael Weir got cut. So fuck those two. Well, cheers to Stenson. Cheers to Heggy. Cheers to you for listening to our bonus episode. And the red light is turning off now. Peace. Sayonara. Cheers. If you love it, love us. Cheers. Hey, everybody. We're all going to get late. Hey!